One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Record today on C103. Text or WhatsApp Patricia with your comment. 086-2103-103. And we are off to Times Square in Ballancolic where I'm joined by Annalise Drussell of the Health Hub. Good afternoon to you, Annalise. Good afternoon, Patricia. On what is glorious weather and it seems to lift everybody's spirit, doesn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. Absolutely now. And I think the week somebody was telling me this morning is set to be nice. So we've got yeah. lots to look forward to. Yeah, it's great. It's really is terrific. OK, let's get straight into questions. Um, hi, question please for Annalise. Uh, my, I know this has been discussed uh, previously, but once again I ask. My 62-year-old husband has achy joints. He used to take fish oil supplement but needed to stop. Can he substitute flaxseed oil instead? Does turmeric help? Uh, glucosamine isn't doing much good anymore. Thanking you for any information that Annalise can pass on. Okay. So now, one of the reasons that you couldn't take a fish oil would be if you were on a blood thinner because fish oils will also keep the blood lovely and thin. So a lot of supplements are out when you're on a blood thinner. I don't know if it's that the case with this listener's husband, but turmeric and high strength would also be contraindicated if you're on one of those blood thinners. So you'd need to check with your GP to see if that would be, um, you know, if they would allow it to go ahead because the GPs can monitor it, you know, they can make sure that you're not taking too much and your blood isn't getting too thin. If you are on a blood thinner and you're taking something and you notice you cut yourself and it's really not stopping, then it's definitely, um, it's, it's causing your blood to become too thin and unable to clot. So the glucosamine is great because it is a building block for the joints and it takes time for it to work. It's a big molecule, so it takes a long time for it to actually get in to the joint um, in enough concentrations to be able to make a difference. But it sounds like this, and the inflammation now at this point is, is um, going along faster than the glucosamine is able to repair. So something like the turmeric is fantastic as a natural anti-inflammatory if this person isn't on a blood thinner. But if they're on another, if they're on a blood thinner, ones that another one that can work very well is something called Celadrin. Uh, Celadrin you'll get in any health shop, and it's a very good natural anti-inflammatory. Boswellia is another one that's a very good natural anti-inflammatory, and that'll be safe with the blood thinner. Boswellia is actually frankincense, so you can see why um, the the three kings brought yeah. frankincense and yeah. myrrh. Frankincense is a most the most amazing natural anti-inflammatory and well, lots of research now looking into it with cancer etc so you'll be able to buy those those supplements in any health shop and there might be a few other ones if you just mentioned the um you know the the medications that you're on in the health shop they'll be able to choose a, a suitable one okay martin in mitchestown wonders has Annalise any cure for corns on his feet he has one he's diabetic uh, so anything you could recommend suitable for, for diabetics? Diabetics suffer with feet problem, don't they? They 
do, and that's a lot to do with circulation issues, Patricia, because high blood sugar will damage the little proteins in the very fine capillaries, the very small ones, and they're not as good then as carrying blood and oxygen to the extremities. So I suppose the key really is to make sure that you are keeping those little blood vessels very healthy by managing your blood sugar, albeit with diet or medication. And there is a supplement that's very, very good for preventing that damage um, if you are pre-diabetic or diabetic, and it's called alpha-lipoic acid. It's spelled alpha-alpha, lipoic, L-I-P-O-I-C, acid. And you'll get that in any health shop. It's not actually an acid, like it's not acidic going into your stomach. Um, So that's very good for preventing the damage. Corns, my understanding now, I'm not being a foot specialist, I don't know, but I think they're a lot to do with rubbing of shoes, ill-fitting shoes or... Like I would have friends who'd have always worn a lot of high heels and they'd have a lot of corns now. And I don't think there's really any cure for those. You just have to go and get them treated by a Go to shiro- a, yeah, or a chiropodist, yeah. yeah. Yeah, talk to Posh Spice. She suffers yeah. really badly with her feet. <laughs> OK, Lister says, Hi, I do a lot of exercise, as in walking and jogging. I'm in my early 60s. So I've heard magnesium powder is good. Are capsules for energy? I wonder what would Annalise recommend? Uh, by the way, I do take a vitamin B complex. Yeah, so vitamin B complex is a great one for energy, Patricia. And magnesium is a very important mineral in the body uh, for the energy pathways and cycles as well. It works together very well with vitamin B um, complex. The only problem I would have is that taking a high amount of magnesium might affect your ability to absorb calcium because they both compete for absorption. Now, when we get them in food, we're getting them in a nice ratio so your body will take what it needs. But if you're flooding the body with a high dose of something, it's always possible you'll push out another nutrient. So there's a big fashion for magnesium at the moment and I think people need to be careful about it. I always recommend for people, if they find it of benefit, that they take it at night time. Once they've had their day's food eaten and all the absorption of the calcium has kind of happened and worked from the food, at that point then there's very little chance you'll be interfering with the balance um, at night time. So take a magnesium at night if you want to try it. The best way to know if it's going to help you is take it for a month and see do you feel any better. But we do get quite a lot of magnesium from diet. Green leafy vegetables, if you're good at eating those, we will get them from nuts and seeds and whole grains. But the the really key ones are green leafy veg. So back to your sort of broccoli and cabbage and Brussels sprouts and all those great uh, vegetables. In the summer now, of course, rocket and lettuce. They'd be full of magnesium as well. Um, and put a sprinkle of chia seeds or linseeds on your, your breakfast seed in the cereal in the morning and you'll be getting plenty of magnesium there as well. Okay, Mag says, Hi, question for Annalise. I'm in my early 60s and in line for a parathyroid operation. But at the moment, my stomach is very bloated and I'm feeling tired. Could you recommend anything for the bloating? So um, generally with the bloating, um, one of the best things to try is a probiotic and there is a probiotic called one week flat that's actually the name of the the title of the probiotic it's by a company called OptiBac, and i've had very good feedback on that i'd have a lot of people would take it before they want to go to an event and fit into a nice dress and it works very well to get the bloating down but if you're bloating on a regular basis then it's more important to really figure out is it that you're not digesting a particular food well is it medication that's um, affecting the bacteria in your gut that's causing the bloating? But something is causing bloating and it's important to try and get to the root of the problem. 
Jonathan in Middleton has developed uh, eczema on his legs, two spots below his knee, one on his other foot. What would bring it on? He doesn't usually suffer with it. It's come on all of a sudden. Yeah, gosh, the body, Patricia, if we only knew um, why it does the things it does sometimes randomly. Generally, eczema is uh, an allergic reaction to something. um, And when you're stressed, it'll get a lot worse. If it's around areas where clothes rub, I always suspect uh, washing powders. And one of the worst things for people with sensitive skin are the um, fabric softeners because those chemicals get into the fabric and actually rub against, you know, they don't get rinsed off. They get they rub up your skin against your skin all day and they are chemicals. And we don't need fabric softener. So my rule of thumb is just don't do not Do you not it. use fabric softener? No, never. Not for the lovely smell on the sheets, no? Sure, it'll no. be gone in a few days anyway. <laughs> That's if you want true. a nice smell, actually, what you can do is you can put a few drops of essential oil into your wash yeah. and you'll get a lovely smell. So I'd often put in geranium. I love the smell of geranium. And lavender is a great one to put in for the rinse with your sheets because, of course, lavender is great for sleep. And put it in where you would put in the fabric softener? No, I don't put in fabric softener. I don't use it. No, but I'm saying you put it into the compartment in the washing machine with the fabric softener. Oh, I should give that a try. Yeah, and and you could also put it in with the... The The wash itself. The wash itself. Okay. uh, The wash itself. Now, if you've got, like, you don't need a lot. It is an oil, so don't put it directly on clothes because Mm. then you'll have to scrub to get it out. Um, but yeah, so fa- fabric softener, what else would cause it? I mean, sometimes it can just be a change of water. Um, it could be a reaction to chlorine. If you're doing a lot of swimming, I notice a lot of my customers that swim tend to have a lot more problems with eczema. Um, generally, it's really hard to figure out the reason why. So the best thing to do is try and get a cream that will clear it up before it spreads. And the one of the ones I get the best success with is something called um, Salcura Zeoderm. Um, Z-E-O-D-E-R-M Zeoderm and that's a totally natural cream and it can work very well to dry up um, um, eczema patches like that and then sometimes if you're prone to eczema and if you get this kind of chicken skin on your your arms that kind of chicken skin look that could sometimes mean maybe that you're deficient in your essential fats your omega-3 fats so taking a good fish oil supplement or making sure that you're having oily fish three times a week and eating walnuts and um, and pumpkin seeds regularly will put those omega-3s back into your body and into your skin. Could you ask Annalise please what she thinks of using cod liver oil for rheumatoid arthritis? Fantastic for a number of reasons. Um, the first thing is that it's going to have vitamin D in there naturally and vitamin T for anybody who has got an autoimmune disorder vitamin D should be a basic supplement. Also, um, the fish oils, uh, which of cod liver oil is one, are very high in the omega-3 fats, and these are natural immune balancers. So when you have an autoimmune disorder, you're, the, immune, the side of your immune system that normally fights um, viruses and bacteria is now fighting your own body. So this will help to sort of rebalance um, the immune system and, and downregulate the cells that tend to do that damage. So it's very good from that perspective. And of course, the, the, the natural anti-inflammatory effect of omega-3 fats 
of themselves is very good. So it's not going to cure anybody of rheumatoid arthritis, but it's one what, fantastic what thing in a battery. Of okay, them. stay with rheumatoid arthritis. And there's two separate questions in. Uh, one to do with, with with rheumatoid arthritis and one for inflammation. Wondering CBD oil. One is asking what would would they help with the rheumatoid arthritis, and uh, another saying would you recommend it for inflammation? I'm sore all over. Yes. So well, now sore all over is sore joints or sore muscle. If it's sore muscle, the magnesium we spoke of earlier is wonderful for that. And if it's sore joints, yes, cannabis oil is a wonderful natural anti-inflammatory. And actually, uh, I had a customer in this morning. She is kind of like my um, poster child for cannabis oil because this lady has rheumatoid arthritis and scoliosis and osteoporosis. And she has the most fantastic relief with the cannabis oil. She's able to get dressed now. She doesn't need to walk with her crutch and she's been able to reduce her pain medication down to just every now and then. So when it works for you, it can work wonderfully. But if you do have um, an autoimmune disorder, you're probably going to need a high-strength cannabis oil. So you'll probably need a 15% one. The 5% one is just not going to do it for you. And give it a bit of time because because it's a natural anti-inflammatory, it'll take a while for the inflammation to die down and then for the repair to begin. So um, give it time. You're not going to notice the benefit in the first couple of weeks. Even though some people actually have come in with for pain management and they do find a, a very quick uh, uh, pain relief, relief yeah. as well, which is a, it's not anti-inflammatory. It's but more it, it, the way it works. But is it one of those things that works for some but not for everybody, Annalise? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But you know, Patricia, that's the same for nearly everything. Yeah, you know, yeah, And that's the yeah. same for a lot of medications as well. Um, and, you know, th- there's no sort of kind of set dose either, which is a difficult one because they will have a recommended dose on the, the sides of different packets of cannabis oil, but it it's not it's maybe not the right dose for you. So I always say to people, you're going to need to play around with it. Start on the recommended dose after the first week. If you don't notice the benefit, double it up. After and the third week, if you still had no benefit, double it up. You can't really overdose unless you were to drink a whole bottle down in one go and then you might feel a bit spacey. But um, other than that, it's it's hard to overdose on it. So you can play around with it and you can double and treble up the dose. And if you do that for a couple of weeks and you're still not noticing a benefit, then maybe it's not going to work for you. OK, and someone says that acupuncture is great for arthritis. Have you had any, yep. any results? Can be, yeah, absolutely. And I'm a great believer in acupuncture myself. Um Again, it works fantastically for some people and not for others. I think arthritis, there's so many things at play, Patricia, like diet has a large part to play. I know that um, some people have a big problem with the deadly nightshade family of foods. So things like peppers, potatoes, tobacco, chili peppers, aubergines. Um, I'm missing out on a big one there now that I can't think of. But the deadly nightshade have got chemicals in there called certain alkaloids that seem to be very flary uppy for some people for arthritis and some people have a diet that's just lacking the essential vitamins and minerals um, some people have a lot of wear and tear from jobs or from over exercise so I think probably these people will also need to supplement with a specific joint supplement something that will rebuild the collagen and the um, the little uh, cushion of hyaluronic acid in between the joints that's important as well 
Okay, and uh, for everybody else, get out and enjoy. Get some vitamin D with the sunshine that's there at the moment. All right, we leave it there. Uh, thank you for that, Annalise, and we'll chat again next week. Thanks, Patricia. Uh, bye bye. That is uh, Annalise Drussell of the Health Hub Times Square in uh, Balancholic. She will be back with us next uh, Monday. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.